Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome back to the Lifting You Higher podcast. I'm Jessica, joined as always by my co-host. Brenda. And um, today we're going to talk about miracles. Um, Not really about them, but we're going to share with you our miracles, some miracles that have happened to us in our life, um, and kind of answer some questions like, how long did it take for our miracle to happen? What was involved with it? Um... Did it come the way that we thought or not? Was it a quick or long miracle? So, um, who would you like to go first? You want to share your miracle? I'll go first. Um, So, the miracle that I wanted to talk about is, I've had multiple miracles that have happened in my life, but this one is a huge one. And um, and it's also one that did not come the way I thought it should come, that I had in my head. And, um, and it was a long process before I, um, before it happened. So, um, for many years, I would say maybe for 15 years, I've had knee problems and, um, the last nine years of it were very painful. I mean, I was always in pain Mm -hmm. and, um, I didn't know it, but it was beginning to change my personality. That's why I have real heart for people that are in constant pain, because I know how it changes your personality. Yeah. You wake up in the morning and you deal with it, and then whatever is left you have for the rest of the day, and um, it just really changes you. And it's it's a very hard, hard life to live. So I was constantly expect, experiencing knee pain, and um, so when I finally um, and I I just knew God was going to heal me. Mm-hmm. I just I I I'd seen healings. I had seen him. He had healed me and minor ways and other issues, both, um, emotional healings and, um, physical healings. I just knew he had provided for me that he would do it again. And, um, so I just kept waiting for it to happen. In my mind, I was going to go to church someday. They were going to have a miracle service or something. Someone would lay hands on me and my knees would be instantaneously healed. That's how I had it in my head. And so I kept looking for that opportunity. And after um, nine years of really daily pain, I um, I just couldn't do it anymore. I just woke up one morning and I said, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to go see a doctor. And so I um, asked around and I went to what I believe to be the best knee doctor in the world. And um, I went to his office. And of course, you know, you never see this guy. You see his PA or yeah. whatever. So I saw the PA and um, they, well, the first thing they did is they took x-rays of my legs. And then I saw the PA and the PA walks in and he goes, so who has been treating you? And I said, nobody. I take ibuprofen. I haven't seen anybody. He goes, you've never seen a, a knee doctor before us. I think he thought I was like drug shopping. Oh. And I said, no, I have not. I've been using ibuprofen, but it doesn't work anymore. And I can't deal with the pain anymore. And he goes, let me show you your knees. So he whips out the, he's still very, um, he's not disrespectful, but very suspicious of me. Mm-hmm. So he whips out the x-rays and he goes, and my knees were literally collapsing from the left. So they were going like in an arrow, like a 
less sign or greater sign. That's how they were collapsing. And, um, and that's another reason why I finally broke down and said, okay, God, if the miracle's not coming this way, I'm just so in pain. I don't care anymore. I don't care about a miracle anymore. I just don't care. I just need some help. Because I began to feel it in my hips and my ankles. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that explains why I'm starting to feel pain in my hips and my ankles. Because my legs are at an angle. (laughs) He goes, usually when you have the knee conditions that you have, they they collapse in a bowed-like position. He goes, every once in a while you'll get one that's collapsing to the left or collapsing to the right. Mm -hmm. And yours are collapsing to the left. And he goes, he goes. So you've not got any medication? I said no. I said I, I said I don't know what to tell you. I can give you my, my PA. My, I mean my, um, uh, my physician that I see on a yearly basis. I said, but no, it's, it's just not working anymore. And he goes, well, I can get you something that'll take care of that pain. He goes, and in about three months you're gonna want some shots. And I said, I'm not gonna get any shots. You know, I'm not getting any shots. Just give me the medication that'll last me until God heals me. That's what I'm thinking in my head. You know, so he gives me the medication, and sure enough, three months later, I'm still like the now the medication is not dulling the pain. Yeah. And so I come back for what they call that's the steroid shots mm-hmm. in the knees, and um, I get a steroid shot in it, and it works, and it's lovely. And I'm like, okay. They said, now listen, you can only have one of these every three months. So just. Don't be calling us mm-hmm. in a month that you want another one. You know, it only, you know. So it's okay, fine, whatever. So I go on my merry way. Well, three months later, I, I can feel it is coming back again. So I go in and get my second steroid shot. And again, it, and I was really painful. I was really, I mean, when I say I got a steroid shot, I'm not just saying blowing off. It really scared me. I mean, they, yeah. they stick a freaking knee in your joint. Yeah. And I mean, in your joint. Yeah. I, I mean, they ice your leg up. So you really don't feel it, but you feel it. You feel it. And don't. Look at it. Don't look while they're doing it, okay? So anyway, so I go back for my second one. Well, this second one only lasted like a month. And then it was like, oh, I can't have another one for two more months. Yeah. So by the time the two more months are up, I'm just like literally, I mean like when I'm standing, I'm gripping stuff yeah. with, you know, just to grip it. And um, so I go to the, see the doctor again. I get the PA again. And I, and I say, and I look at him and say, well, I said, well, you're right. I'm just going to eat crow right now. I said, you know, the the shots aren't working anymore. And I I need whatever you've got. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't care anymore. I just give me whatever, you know, I can get. He goes, well, you need knee, knee replacement. And I and he goes, he goes, you need it on both. And I said, okay, fine, let's do it. He goes, now, before you can get that, you need to actually see the doctor. And I said, okay. And I said, well, set that appointment up and I'll be back. You know, so I, I came back and the night before, so this is the important part. So the night before the actual appointment with the doctor to get the surgery scheduled, I, um, I was, I was at home in my bed. It was dark as night by myself and I'm laying there and I'm thinking, God, all I want is my crooked legs to be made straight. That's all I want is my crooked legs to be made straight. And, and I go to sleep. So the next morning I wake up and I go to the doctor's appointment and I actually meet this, the surgeon, the guy that's, you know, going to do it. And we're chit chatting and I'm on the exam table and he's on his little rolly stool looking at my knees and he goes, he goes, yeah, they both need to be done. He goes, I can't believe you've made it this long without having something done. And I said, I know. I said, well, I just believe in God. And I just, you know, I've been, you know, um, you know, treating it myself, but I can't, I can't do it anymore. I said, I'm, I'm at the end of my rope. And I said, um, I said, how do you feel about doing um, both of them at the same time? 
I said, because I'm really concerned. I, I tried to watch the surgery on the internet, and I highly suggest you don't do that. <laughs> oh, do my that God. It's barbaric. It is barbaric. Knee replacement <laughs> surgery is barbaric. Don't look at it. Don't do it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I lasted, like, maybe, I don't even think I lasted three minutes. I was like, oh, I don't need to see this, mm-hmm. you know, because I knew what they were, the, you know, yeah. So, I, I said, well, I said, here's my concern. I don't know I'll be able to hold myself up. While one gets fixed. Yeah. Then come back and get the other one fixed. And I said, how do you feel about doing both of them at the same time? And he looked at me and it was just silent in the room. And, and he looked at me and said, well, I've done it a couple of times. I don't recommend it. But I think in this situation, I agree with you that it might be the avenue to take. And I said, okay. And I said, okay, great. Then let's just do them both at the same time. And um, I said, now, what about my insurance? He goes, don't worry about your insurance. They're going to love you. And, you know, get, they're going to have to pay for one hospital bill yeah. you know, instead of two. And I said, okay. And um, he goes, I'll take care of that. And I said, all right, fine. And he goes, um, and so he goes, okay, well, let's get this on the books then. And as he's pushing away in his little rolly stool away from me, he goes, he looks at me, he goes, I'm going to make your crooked legs straight. And I about fell mm. off the table. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, this is the route you want me to go for whatever reason. Yeah. You want me to do it this way instead of the way I imagined in my head you would heal me. Mm -hmm. So, um, because I don't care what anybody says, God divinely gives gifts to people to do. And this, this doctor's gift is to do physical things to bodies that heal people. Yes. And if that comes from God, all good things come from God. Yes. It, yes, there is there are people that that prayed and were healed instantaneously in a miraculous way, but God uses people to produce miracles in this world. Yes. And that for me, when he said that exactly the way I had said it the night before by myself, no one else heard it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, let's do it now. I mean, I would have gotten into a surgical <laughs> robe and walked over to the surgery room myself. I was ready to go. And and, cause, and I was never scared. And people said, weren't you afraid, terrified? And I was like, not one. Because I knew that was God's confirmation to tell me mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And, um, and you're going to get healed. And so I never feared anything. Now, there was a couple times where I did experience pain. And, and I don't have pain today, which really... You know, it's amazing. Again, I believe it was God's healing touch, yeah. God in that surgeon's hands that healed me. Um, you know, so we went in. We and I was kind of naive about the whole situation. He said, "You'll be in the hospital three days, and then you'll go home. As long as you can walk to the bathroom and go by yourself, and then you can mm-hmm. go home." So I was like, I told my my family, "I'll be home in three days." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry, I just started, but I'm laughing because that was so stupid. But um. The doctor says that because then they have to go back to the insurance company yeah. to say, okay, she's not mobile. She has to go to a, um, like a rehab, or, a rehab yeah. center because she can't take care of herself. And so obviously in three days, although I did get up and go to the bathroom and I did walk like 12 feet, mm-hmm. you know, I have pictures of, do you want to see the pictures? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I have pictures. Well, I'll show you the pictures. I took pictures of my legs. I have the actual x-rays on my phone. And I have the actual picture of what I saw when I woke up. Wow. What my legs looked like. Because yeah. they were bound from yeah. hip to ankle. And, um, and and they only let me stay in bed like 12 hours. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you're up. You're going to the bathroom. You're yep. going to get a shower. You're going to walk the, the, over here to this post. And you're going to mm-hmm. walk back. And then and then they put me in a car and took me over to <laughs> rehab where I was for two weeks. And so um, I was in rehab for two weeks. And 
um, everything's going fine. I'm it's, it's something when you have a knee surgery like that, you have to, your brain like forgets how to walk. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can describe it. And your nerves are maybe not connected the way they were initially. And so you kind of have to learn how to walk all over again, especially if you have two done at one time. Sure. Um, because you can kind of lean on the other one to get <laughs> the first, the one working yeah. right. And so um, that was, it wasn't painful. It was just hard work. It was like, oh my God, I can't believe walking, walking is so hard. God, why is walking so hard? Yeah. I knew how to do it when I came into this joint, you know, <laughs> for goodness sakes. But so I had to learn how to walk. And so again, there was no pain. And I believe that was also part of the miracle yeah. of God working is that I felt no pain. And, and, and I don't really talk a lot about that to people because then I hear people say, I'm still in excruciating pain mm. from my knee surgery. And I'm like, oh God, oh. I never felt any pain. You know, thank you, Jesus. You know, yet again, a reminder of how you did that miracle in my yeah. life using a man's hands. I never felt any pain except for one time. <laughs> and that was, they assigned this, this petite, pretty cute little physical therapist <laughs> to me. And she walks into the room and I'm, and my I'm like, oh, great. She probably weighs 100 pounds. How is she going to catch me if I fall? Yeah. You know, and, and she was sweet as can be. And she goes, we're going to go over here and do this and that. And so we're doing physical therapy and it's lovely, no problem. And then the last three days I was there, they said, okay, now we're going to do this thing called force manipulation. Oh. And just put those two words together. Ouch. And it doesn't sound good, does no. it? And I'm like, okay. So um, she goes, because we want to make sure that the whole part of it is to make sure scar tissue does not build up in the joint. Uh, gotcha. The new joint that mm-hmm. you have. Because if the scar tissue builds up in the new joint, then you're going to have pain. You're going to have stiffness. You're going to have not a full extension of your um, leg. Yeah. And so um, I was like, oh, that doesn't sound good, but everything, you know, again, I was like, God has been so good. No pain. I'm like, bring it on, whatever. Yeah. And then she did it to me. And, um, literally I was in the physical therapy room with other people in the room. I wasn't the only patient at the rehab center. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm in there and she's got me set down with my back up against her cement wall and my knee raised. And then she says, now I want you to try to bring your heel to your bottom as best you can. So I'm like, okay. And she goes, I want you to do it three times. I'm like, okay. And so I do it three times. She goes, now hold it. And I said, okay. And she comes up and very gently holds onto my shin and presses further Oh. and holds it for 30 seconds. Now you think 30 seconds isn't much. No, it seems like years when you're... <laughs> I'm literally screaming Jesus, the name of Jesus. I'm begging her to stop in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, because it just feels like your knee's going to explode. That's yeah. the best way I can describe it. It feels like my knee was going to explode. And even though I know tech, in my mind, it's like, well, they wouldn't be doing something that yes. would make your knee explode. <laughs> but it feels like it's literally going to come apart. Yeah. And um, I, I did. I was I was begging her. In, and I was saying it very loud. I mean, I was like begging her, please. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus, please help me. You know, I was like, <laughs> it was all coming out. And um and then the worst part is I knew she had another leg to do. Yeah. And, I, and so it got to the point that when she would step in the room, I would just get this look in my face like, oh, crap, Terror. she's here. <laughs> and she goes, now, Brenda, don't worry. It's going to be okay. I'm like, no, it's not. I know what you're going to do to me when we get to that room. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that was the bad part. But the good news about that is that once I got home, and again, at home, I even had a physical therapist that came and checked on me. Mm-hmm. I had like 95%. Um, oh, mobility? Yeah, what do you call it? 95. Flexibility? Yeah, which, that's not the word. It's something else. But, oh. you know, where you're able to bend your knees. I, I was like, which is, 
I mean, the, the therapist was like, this is so awesome. You know, you've really been doing your exercises. And I was like, I think it's God. But, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, so I had that. And um, and then I didn't have the pain. Mm-hmm. I never had the pain. And um, and I believe that was a huge miracle. And then it was like I had to learn who Brenda was all over again yeah. without having um, chronic horrible pain Mm -hmm. and and that has been that I think maybe the first two years after that was really a learning process about who I was and and also I also felt like I needed to go to every person that had been Mm -hmm. in my life in the last nine years and personally apologize to them and explain to them this is why I was in such horrific pain Mm -hmm. but then God healed me and and it also opened my eyes to know that God will heal you not the way you expect it yeah Absolutely. Don't ever get in your mind what it should be. <laughs> wow. So, I, that was wow. long. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was good. I love that. I love that. Because I think sometimes in our mind we have like this perception of what a miracle should look like. But when, <laughs> if I reflect back on my life, like when has anything worked out how I thought it would work out? <laughs> it's always worked out for, for my good, but never worked out for what I thought it would look like. <laughs> And I always feel like I heard somebody say something this saying, like, if you want God to really laugh, tell him your plans. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got this plan, God. This is how it's going to this is how it's gonna happen. No. That's not going to happen. No. No. Um, okay. So my miracle, like Brenda, I've had so many in my life. It was really hard to pinpoint one I wanted to share. Um, but I think since this is still fresh in my mind, it's less than a year uh, ago that happened, uh, and it's still kind of continuing to happen. I'm going to share about my um, recent surgery. In in um, August, it'll be a year since I had my surgery. But so um, last, I don't know, early 2020, I had a doctor's appointment with my endocrinologist. So before in high school, I got diagnosed with panhypopituitarism. Big, long, ginormous word just meaning there's a tumor, a non-cancerous tumor on my pituitary gland. So I had that removed then. So ever, every year or so since then, I've had like MRIs to make sure that nothing grows and nothing is, you know, weird up there. Well, unbeknownst to me, the tumor had been growing back. <laughs> and so I went to my endocrinologist and she was like, I really think you need to go see a neurologist just to make sure that, you know, they're comfortable with where it is, how big it is. I was like, okay. I just, I didn't think anything about it because I didn't know that it had grown. I just thought it was the same as it had always been. And um, so I walked into his office, still like just, you know, having the peace of God and um, walked in and he said, sat down and said, okay, now I've talked to my board of surgeons and this is what we're going to do. We're going to have, we're going to take this tumor out. We're going to do it here. And, um, you know, this is the process. And I was like, what? Wait, what are we talking about here? Like I walked into that appointment just thinking that it was just a, you know, a follow-up to make sure everything was good. Not in a, we're going to have surgery appointment. So I was like, um, okay, sure. Yeah, let's do it. I'm like, if it's hurting my vision, then let's do it. And I should have known, but in like the year or so, six, nine months previous to that appointment, I had to get glasses because my vision was kind of getting a little wonky. Should have known. 
So um, I had the surgery and the miracle, honestly, is after surgery, I went in for my follow-up appointment and he showed me the MRI image. Okay, so your brain is kind of like, I don't know how to, I mean, you know what your brain looks like, but there's like this cavity and it's kind of like a V-shaped and that's where your optic nerves live. So my tumor wasn't in my brain, but underneath, in between. Um, And so it was underneath my optic nerves. So there's like this point and the tumor was so big it had taken up the entire, like, little triangle-shaped cavity. cavity. Oh, my gosh. And it was really impeding, like, pushing on my optic nerves. So, that is a miracle in and of itself that I did not go blind and that I am not blind today. So, he removed the tumor, and it was so stuck, like, so stuck on, on me that they had to drill it out. <laughs> um... But imagine this surgery is going on behind your eyeballs, basically. Yes. So oh up God. through up through my nose is ah. where they and so it's like yeah behind my eyeballs. Um, okay, so they had to like drill it out to make sure that they got everything. So if you think my optic nerves have been used to being crammed up in this like V shaped cavity, so when I woke up from surgery, all I saw was. Everything was very blurry, and some parts were very black and dark. And so I was a little worried, and I was like, "Well, they had come in, and they said that it had they had to they jostled my optic nerves a lot to get the tumor out." I was like, "Okay, that's fine." And so I was expecting—I <laughs> don't know why I was expecting it just to go away automatically, really quickly, you know, because maybe because I knew that God was going to take care of me because the entire time. Even the morning of surgery, I had so much peace. Like, it was seriously, like, the Holy Spirit kind of peace. Like, just peace that was, like, a fortress around my mind about everything. So, um, I got home, and recovery was a little rough because of just pain. But here's where, so here's the miracle. I went to an, uh, an, uh, the top eye, eye specialist in my area. And he said, hmm, I'm not sure if you're ever going to see again. I'm not sure if things are going to improve. Only time will tell. And I said, no, yes, time will tell. But God is my healer because before I saw him, I was laying on my couch recovering. It was uh, at night sometime. And seriously, I saw Jesus come to my eyes. And because when I opened my eyes, there was seriously a line right in the middle and it was dark on my peripheral and I saw him push back the darkness on both of my eyes like physically saw him like he was pushing a curtain back on both of my eyes so I was like no he's gonna heal me I know it and my sight slowly got better I went back to the I so I went to the doctor he was like only time will tell we had another appointment and he was like yeah your vision has improved a little bit. You have 20-20 vision and, and the, your peripheral is kind of coming back. But I just don't, I think that's as good as it's going to get. And you know what? I was supposed to have another appointment to follow up. And I said no. Because that guy like doubted that mm-hmm. my God is going to heal me. And you know what? Today I can see like my peripheral vision is coming back slowly. And um, that it might not be a 
completed miracle as of right now, but I know without a shadow of doubt that God is going to heal my eyes. And even if this is as good as it's going to get, I can still see. So God, God is good and has protected me. Like I could have lost my sight completely. And honestly, laying, laying on my couch recovering, I was like thanking God for not allowing me to go blind because I, I was like, Lord, I don't know what I would do. I would become a hermit. I would not, you know, I would not be myself without my sight. So it's a, it is a working miracle, but it is a, it was a miracle that I didn't lose my sight and it is a miracle now that I can see still. So. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just think, um, I know that again, it didn't come the way you wanted Mm -mm. or you had, you had perceived (laughs) in your mind. Yes. (laughs) Just like mine did not come the way I perceived my mind. Yeah. But it's just, it shows you the the power, I think the medical profession, obviously there's bad eggs in the medical profession. We'll yes, just, you easily, know, we'll, yeah. That's easily. Um, I think, you know, the important part about the medical profession is obviously there's bad eggs in there. You know, that sure. goes without saying. Yeah. But um, I think it, the medical profession is a perfect example of how God wants to work mm-hmm. with his children yeah. to bring healing to people. Yeah. Perfect example of that because God is so far advanced on technology that i mean it's not like he's waking waking up every morning going wow look what apple did no that's no, not he the already God. knows he already knows yes. everything about everything and yes. i think again the medical profession is not not just because your healing was came through that line does not lessen it yes it shows again how god wants to work with man mm-hmm. or woman to to bring forth his healing his restoration mm-hmm. And that he's always wanting a partnership with man to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Always. Always. Yeah. And, um, and not to get on my soapbox, <laughs> but, um, and I hope, well, if this offends you, then maybe you need to be offended. But this is why it's so important that we don't abort babies. Yeah. Because every time one pops, you know, that when we pop out into the world, we have a purpose in yes. our life and gifts in our life that from, God wants to use yes. from the get go. And, you know, and how many of those did we lose that could have brought forth a cure for cancer, you yeah. know, or some technology that would have, you know, made it so much easier on us because God loves us and God wants to partnership with man to heal man. Yes. And um, so, um, again, we were all stuck like, no, it's going to happen. Somebody's <laughs> going to lay hands on my head and I'm going to get healed. Yeah. And it was like, no, I got another way. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and God was in it through everything. And yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's important for us to remember to be grateful, though, in the midst of our waiting. If you are waiting, currently waiting on a miracle and you haven't thanked God for anything or you haven't thanked God for the the waiting period, thank him. It's I I mean, I don't I'm not going to I don't know if this is necessarily true, but when we're grateful, I feel like God gives us more, you know, like he he might actually do what he promised. I mean, he's always going to do what he promised, but I feel like it comes faster when we're grateful. Maybe well, that's just our, our state of mind, you know? I think it also comes faster when we, I mean, I am just, I was very bullheaded and stubborn about it. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to get healed. It's going to be a miraculous yeah. moment in a church service. Uh, you know, I I was like on that, like, you know, like I was not, that's the way it was going to happen. And I believe God was like, okay. Well, all right, we'll see. <laughs> Let's see how long you last yeah. thinking that. And I lasted nine years 
of excruciating pain saying it's going to happen this way Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to, you know, and I'm not giving up on it. It's going to go down this way. And when I finally got to the point where I was like, you know, like I was like, okay, God, I can't take it anymore. I don't know if you're for me or against me, (laughs) but I just can't take this anymore. I'm going to seek medical advice. And then what did he do? He worked the miracle through medical advice. And I know he did because I know other people who, um, you know, I don't know why he wanted to work that out that way for me. I think mostly it was to address my stubbornness. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, once I, you know, some people call it bullheaded. You know, it's just mm-hmm. the stubbornness that it's going to be this way. And when I finally couldn't take the pain anymore, he worked it out another way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, when we're bullheaded or stubborn, he's just like, okay, we'll see how long. It was, we'll, we'll, I can we'll, wait. I can wait. I'm not going anywhere. And I mean, God's time is not on our time anyway. So he's like, okay, we've. What is it, you know, what's a few years to me? I can wait. Yeah. And so I feel really like we should pray for a moment. Just pray for anybody that listens to this podcast. Yeah. That if you need a miracle, a healing, something's wrong with your body. And um, God loves you. Yes. And he wants to heal you. And he has a thousand million different ways to heal you. And so maybe it's time for you to say, okay, God. How do you want me to get my healing? I'm going to lay down my preconceptions. I'm going to lay down the way I see it happening. How do you want me to be healed? And so, Father God, I just ask that you, Holy Spirit, go out and minister to these people and and open their eyes to, is that the situation in their life that is prohibiting the miracle from happening that they need? And then I want to speak to the people that know that God is with you in all things. He guides the hands of the surgeon. Mm-hmm. He guides the the instruction and direction and yes. and and process of what is done to bring healing to people. It is all about him. Mm-hmm. We're just instruments. Yep. That make it happen. And we are the witness that gets to talk about it after it happens. And so open your open your mind and your spirit to the idea that God, yes, wants to heal you. And yes, there may be a different way he wants to bring that healing. And that neither are lesser. God is in all good things. Yes, One is not better than the other. Mm-hmm. And so I just pray, speak that over some people in yeah. Jesus' name. Um, just release the hold. Release yeah. the hold of your miracle. And let God handle it. Let God handle it. Let take the weight. Give God the weight. And he says in his word that his his yoke is easy, meaning he can carry it and he has the strength to carry everything, even for all of the people on this earth. <laughs> and it doesn't mean lesser. It doesn't no. just because your healing came through a surgery. Yes. Does not mean your your healing is not of God. Let me tell you, God was in the room. He was making it happen. Yeah. That is that is it. And yeah. it doesn't make it any lesser than someone who came to a church service and got healed. Yes. So get that religious spirit mm-hmm. off you. Because that's what religion will do to you. It'll make you sit there and suffer in pain yeah. because God didn't heal you the way you wrote read about it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um that's a great deliverance moment for some of you. Yeah. I think. I think for a lot of people, it was yeah. for me because I was like, "Oh no, it's gonna go down like this," you know. Yeah. And it was like, "No, I had to just be that broken off me." God is not 
lacking with creativity. <laughs> so we shouldn't put him in that box of, well, he's only going to heal me this way. He is, he created the universe. He is so creative and, and I think we should give him credit for that and let him do his own thing. Right. And, and does that mean that we don't believe that he can do that? No, no. it doesn't. We, be, I'm telling you right now, I speak, to, I, I'm in, we're in Oklahoma and I, if I speak that, I speak a healing over someone that lives in New York City. Yeah. Do I believe that that has power? Yes. You bet it does. Yes. When I use the name of Jesus, you bet it does. So does that that lack or diminish from my belief of that? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You know, God, God's power goes out. Our words have power. We've talked about this so often oh, yeah. on this podcast that our words have power. And God has given us the authority through Jesus to speak that healing onto somebody. Now, it's whether or not that person has faith to believe that healing or not is, is you know, but it, you don't, you shouldn't have to worry about that. Well, they don't people. even have to have faith to receive it. I mean, look at the guy at the pool oh, or, true. The, or yeah. the, the guy that Bethesda, yeah. Paul walked by and his shadow healed him. You don't even have, the person that's receiving the prayer doesn't even have to have faith. Yeah. It's about you speaking it. Yeah. So, um, you know, just know that it's really, um, that God is still working miracles. Yes. He does them our old-fashioned way that we read about in the Bible, and yes. he does them the new way that we see technology because he's in charge of everything. Yes. He, nothing is, is beyond his, yeah. his mind. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say we're still seeing so many miracles today. Oh. It's not – miracles didn't just happen 2,000 years ago. They are happening right now, right this second. Somebody right now, as you're listening to this, is experiencing a miracle. So that's right. That's right. Don't doubt the, the power. And and I believe that we're going to be seeing a whole lot more. I yeah. think there's going to be, you know, something is moving, I believe, in the earth. And that we're going to come to a new season. We're going to be seeing a lot more new miracles happen. Mm-hmm. The, the old-fashioned way yes. that we think. Oh, that gives me God and That's right. And um, so, so anyway, it's just... Yes. Know that that God wants to heal you. He yes. does, and He has His way of doing it, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, if you guys have any questions or or need want to talk to us about anything, our we are open. Like we have our Facebook page, or you can send us um, a private message. Feel free. Um, we are praying for you, and we want you to experience the miracle that God wants for you. That's right, and we love. The people that listen, we just love you guys. We love even people that don't listen. But, you know, um, we just want to speak that we love you, that we think you're um, awesome, that you're beautiful inside and out. You are needed. You are worthy. You are a child of God that is highly prized. You have gifts and and knowledge in you that God wants to use for his kingdom. You are wanted. And so we're just so glad that you participated in this podcast and listened. And we just speak a blessing to all of you in Jesus' name. And we can't wait to talk to you in August. Yeah. Surprise, Bye.